coast and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Pick up the phone. Give us a call right now with your home improvement question, your do-it-yourself dilemma. The number is 1-888-MONEY-PIT, 888-666-3974. Hey, you got a home organization question? You got a home cleaning question? You got a project that absolutely positively has to get done? And you've been asking your spouse for months, and he or she won't tackle it. Well, why not do it yourself? We'll help you get it started. The number is one eight 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 Money Pit. Well, we're celebrating Earth Month here at the Money Pit. We've got lots of info to share with you this hour, and you can find even more at MoneyPit.com. We've created an entire section. All green information designed to help you ferret out the best green ideas, green practices, green tips that will help you save money and save energy around your house. Coming up this hour, we're going to have green ways to clean your home, including some tips on all natural products from your pantry that you can mix up to make your own cleaning products and some new green products from trusted names in the industry. And also ahead this hour, are you looking for ways to save money? Well, how about thinking about ways to shave a few bucks off your grocery bills? Why not try planting a garden and then take advantage of all of the fresh veggies that are way less expensive and far more nutritious than the ones you're going to get at the store? Again, all of this and more green ideas we've got online for you at moneypit.com. And our special online green section is being sponsored by the folks at APC. And they're the makers of a great product that you're going to hear more about this hour. Yeah, it's called a Backups ES750G. You've heard us talk about energy vampires, you know, those electronics uh, in your home that use energy all the time, even when they're off. This is a power strip and a battery backup that will protect your most important electronic equipment and cut down on those energy costs as well. We'll have more tips on that coming up. And even our prize is green this hour. We're giving away the Wonder Wash from Laundry Alternative. And this is a manual mini washing machine, which is perfect if you go camping or if you go traveling around in an RV or if you live in an apartment or even if you've got a college-age kid who lives in a dorm room. This way, you won't have to do their laundry. They can actually do it themselves. It's worth 43 bucks. Going to go out to one caller we talked to this hour at 1-888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Let's get right to the phones. Leslie, who's first john in new york has a problem with the copper pipes in his home what can we do for you uh basically i was looking for some information on something that my plumber called white brass uh he came in to check some pipes and said that uh because they were installed during wartime they were made with a lower copper content mostly zinc and that therefore they were brittle and they probably had a service life of about 80 years after which they would start cracking and spewing so I'm wondering if uh, your experts have ever come across this problem and any advice on how to handle it. And are you having some problems with them now, or is your plumber just predicting that you're going to have issues? Well, what happened was uh, they were given a hit. They took a little hit, and uh, it cracked the riser that brought hot water in. And, okay. Uh, that had to be fixed right away. I had to turn off the main valve mm-hmm. and uh, bring in a plumber. And, uh, by the way, one other piece of advice, if you open up your main valve and it's 40 years old, it's going to throw a lot of scale into the pipe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. I bet, right? you know, just a little something to avoid, or you may want to replace that preemptively <laughs> when you get a chance. Uh, what he said basically was that the pipes were what he called white brass. It was made with, with a very high zinc content mm-hmm. and less copper. He said right. uh, it was common during wartime. Most of the copper was diverted to war production, and that he's seen that in some of the houses in, in Brownstone, Brooklyn, and that it was something to watch out for. Well, it probably is, but I wouldn't necessarily tell you to replace all your plumbing prematurely. If they're a little more fragile, I I think that you should probably just live with that and replace them as incidents occur. Right. No, that sounds reasonable. That's reassuring. 
Yeah, I, I wouldn't, you know, sometimes you get a plumber that in any part of the country, Brooklyn or anywhere, that will, you know, predict imminent failure. And what they mean is they need a new job. So <laughs> I just want to make sure that's not what's going on here. Sure, there are pipes out there that are a little more brittle than others. But in this particular case, I would only address it as the leaks form. Okay, great. Great. Okay, I, I thank you both. You're welcome, John. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. We want to help you celebrate Earth Month by doing something green in your Money Pit. So give us a call and we'll help you get the job done right. All you need to do is pick up the phone now. 1-888-MONEYPIT, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. We are here to help you. 888-666-3974. Coming up, tips to help you clean your home without using chemicals. You can do this yourself. You can save lots of money. You've got the products right now in your cupboards. We'll prove it next. You're in a Money Pit. Pit is brought to you by APC. Protect your computer with APC's newest energy-efficient backup 750G. Guaranteed power protection that can save up to $40 a year on your electric bill. For more information and a chance to win, visit www.moneypit.com forward slash green. That's moneypit.com forward slash green. That's www.moneypit.com forward slash green. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Where home solutions live, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we are talking green all month long here at the Money Pit because it is officially Earth Month. And we want to help you save a ton of money and make your house environmentally responsible. And so this hour, we're giving away a prize that's also going to help you save money and energy. All you need to do is give us a call at 1-888-MONEY-PIT. And you could win the Wonder Wash from Laundry Alternative. Now, the Wonder Wash is going to clean your clothes in a seriously compact, portable, and affordable machine. And it uses 90% less water than a traditional washing machine and can fit on your countertop. It's great for camping or dorm rooms. It's super affordable. It's only 43 bucks, but the Wonder Wash could be yours for free if we pick your name out of the Money Pit Hard Hat. So give us a call for your chance to win. 888-666-3974. Now, speaking of cleaning, now here's a way to clean your pots and pans without spending very much at all. Instead of using tarnish remover to polish up your copper bottom cookware, you can cut a fresh lemon in half and sprinkle some salt on it. Then, using the lemon, rub the salt into the copper and you will be amazed at how fast the tarnish absolutely scrubs away. To clean your oven without harsh chemicals, you can use a paste of baking soda and water and then scrub the stains with steel wool. Yeah, and a quick mix of one teaspoon each of vinegar and lemon in a cup of water is going to freshen up your microwave. All you need to do is cook that mixture on high for two minutes, and every odor that's sticking in there from things you've cooked will be gone in an instant. And here we've got something from a name you trust in cleaning your home, and they've got a green cleaner as well, and we're talking about Clorox, and they've got a whole new brand called Greenworks, and their cleaners are all plant and mineral-based and 99% all-natural, and they work great too, and they cost about the same as those chemical cleaners. Well, for a complete list of all natural cleaning recipes, you can check out our next Money Pit e-newsletter. It's free. Sign up now at moneypit.com. And also you can visit our special green section at moneypit.com slash green for all the tips, all the info you need on how to be green in your house. 888-666-3974. Call us right now with your home improvement question. Call us right now if you need a way to help green your house a bit. We'll help you at the Money Pit. Give us a call. Leslie, who's next? 
Robin in Utah needs some help with a basement remodel. What's going on in your project? Um, well, my husband and I are planning on finishing our basement. We have a Rambler home. Okay. And we are currently, we have about a 20-foot section of wall that I want to remove so that I can open up the basement a little bit. And I was wondering if it's possible to put a beam because it's a load-bearing wall. You can pretty much remove any load-bearing wall and replace it with a beam if you have the money. It's very expensive and fairly complex to do that. I mean, look, we can lift houses off foundations if we need to. We certainly can take uh, a wall out and replace it with a, a structural member like a beam. But it's pretty complicated because it depends on how much weight that particular section is holding. But generally the process is that you have to support the section of the house that you're disassembling the load-bearing wall. So that means building temporary walls on either side of the load-bearing wall. Then you disassemble that load-bearing wall and you replace it with an appropriately sized beam. And that size would be determined by an architect or an engineer inspecting out how much weight it has to support. And then you put the whole thing back together. You take out the temporary walls and you're good to go. If you do it all correctly, it stays in place without your house falling down around you. But it's a pretty complicated project so it's really got to be important for you to want to pick up that additional space to do this. Going out to California to chat with Ed about water hammer. What's going on? Uh, we have a problem with the copper pipes. Uh, mm -hmm. We installed copper pipes to replace the galvanized about 40 years ago. No problems until about five years ago. Now when we flush the toilet or turn off the tap, there's a sound like water hammer. That's probably happening because the brackets have loosened up. You know, water is very heavy as it flies through the pipes on its way to your fixture. And then you turn the faucet off, and that centrifugal force keeps moving forward and shakes the pipes. And the more they shake, the looser they get. And that's what can cause this water hammer and the rattling sound. So a couple of things. First of all, I would examine all of the accessible areas where you can check the brackets that attach the pipes to the framing area. And the second thing you can do is have what's called a water hammer hammer arrester, which is kind of like a shock absorber for your plumbing system, installed uh, by a plumber near the fixture. And that will solve this problem and quiet it down. The good news is that water hammer rarely causes any type of a leak. It's more of an annoyance, but that's the way to solve it. Great. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Ed. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Roger in Michigan has a question about his garage. What can we help you with? I have a new house, uh, and I, I do want to seal my garage because uh, it's probably the first heat of garage we've ever had, and uh, we're coming in now with the snow and everything, and it's uh, the water's man is just laying there, and I got to push it out, and then it freezes and all that stuff. So I do want to seal the floor. The garage is 28 by 25, and what do I need to do? What kind of preparation do I need to do to do this? So having listened to you guys over the years to do it right, so it lasts. I think the best finishes today for garage floors are the epoxy paints. Mm -hmm. And the good news is a lot of these products come with their own sort of preparatory step product, either built into phase one or as a separate standalone product on its own in the kit. You might want to take a look at either Quickcrete has a, a garage coating system and also epoxy shield, mm -hmm. two leading Both brands. Both are great. Both work very similarly. They're two-part epoxies, Roger, so that you have the, the base and then you have the activator. It's all inside of the same can. So you have a gallon that's like short-filled. It looks like it has about three-quarters of a gallon in it. And then you have this quart, which is like the activator. You mix the two together. And then you have, you know, a couple of hours to work with this. Before you do that, use the cleaning product to, to clean the floor and get it ready to go. 
And I've found that those uh, epoxy paints can really last a long time. I'll tell you, we used it at the Boy Scout house here. We have a concrete floor there. And, man, those kids, as you can imagine, put it through its paces much worse than any car or road salt could. Uh, and and they really, it really up, stood up very well. Now, since Roger's probably going to need to buy two kits because he's dealing with 700 square feet of floor surface, is it best to sort of put both components, like both of the epoxy and the resin compound, into a five-gallon bucket? No. And mix it all together? No, nope, 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 but not unless you work really fast. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know me. Okay, all right. <laughs> Edith, you've got the money, but what can we do for you in Georgia? Uh, yes, I have a question. I, my living room has two large windows in it, and my den is at the end, other end of the hallway. And when I'm sitting there at my computer, I get a cool draft down the hallway. And I was wondering if I could use maybe a folding doors or a curtain. I would just like to know which one would look better. To go in front of your windows or to separate the two rooms? Uh, separate the, the two rooms. First of all, the windows are seem to be the source of the problem here. Right. Okay. Have you? How old is the house? I live in an apartment. Oh, it's an apartment. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is predominantly a wintertime issue for you? Right. All right. Now, do you need to open the windows in the wintertime? Uh, no. I, All not right. Little. I'm going to give you a couple of suggestions here. If you don't have to open the windows in the wintertime for any reason, and this includes emergency egress in the event of a fire or something like that, you can use a product that is a temporary caulk, and it's a clear caulk. Actually, what you're doing is sort of caulking the windows shut with this clear caulk so it's invisible when you're done. Mm-hmm. But it's a temporary caulk so that in the spring it peels right off. Edith, you know when you get like a new credit card in the mail and it's kind of stuck to the paper with like a clear gooey stuff? Right. Well, that's what it kind of feels like. It's sort of a temporary sticky material like that that dries smooth. And then in the springtime, you peel it right off, comes all off in one piece. Mm-hmm. Now, in terms of uh, the next step and maybe separating these rooms, then I'll turn it over to our, our in-house decorator here. Now, I think if you're going with a folding door, that's going to require quite a bit of carpentry or at least screwing in of hinging or a track system. And you might not be able to do that, especially since it's an apartment. But if you're looking to do something more of, you can get a good quality tension rod that can go in that doorway that separates the two rooms. And then you can get a good weighty curtain to sort of hang in there and it'll make a nice transition between the two rooms. So even in the springtime, you can sort of tie them back into that doorway to sort of create a nice entrance between the two rooms but in the winter you can close it up and make sure that they are a little bit longer so you get a little bit of puddling on the floor Mm because if you get them flush with the floor where they're almost even floating above it they're still going to allow that draft through but Mm -hmm. make sure that you get a good tension rod that can really support the weight of that drape that you're going to put in there okay edith thanks so much for calling us at 888 money pit thomas in new jersey needs some help removing a rust stain what can we do for you uh, I have a problem. I have a recurring problem. Uh, I've been getting uh, water coming in in the carpet, and I check the walls. It's not from the walls. It's got to be coming from uh, underneath the foundation. Is this a slab uh, slab foundation? You have a yes, concrete a slab? slab. Okay. And is it getting wet near the exterior wall or middle of the house where? An exterior wall, right okay. on, yeah, right on the exterior wall. All right, the source of that water is going to be a drainage issue outside the house. You want to look at your gutter system and your grating, because what happens, Tom, is the water will pile up around the outside. It may not be so obvious to you in the sense of the puddle forms, but it gets very saturated, and then it gets into the slab. 
And solid concrete is very hydroscopic. It's very absorbent to water. And so what happens is it'll start drawing that water from the outside straight through to the inside and dampen the carpet at the same time. Now, as for that rust stain, if you've got any sort of residue of rust on the carpet fibers itself, take a dull utility knife blade and try to scrape off as much of that rust that you can. And then once you've done that, you want to saturate the entire stain with lemon juice. Now, you can use the fresh kind or you can use the bottled kind of lemon juice. But like you real want to, lemon? Right, real lemons or even the, you know, the store-bought lemon in a jar, whatever you've got. I like the real lemons. I think it works a lot better for the stain removal. Oh, fine. Do I mix it with water or anything? Or just nope, straight sure. up lemon juice. And you want to saturate the stain area and you want to let the juice sit right there for at least five minutes, but no more than 10. Because if you go more than 10, you could bleach the rug. So okay. no more, more than, than 10. 10 minutes. Right. Then you want to blot the stain with a white paper towel. Don't rub blot and that should do the trick and if that doesn't do the trick then you want to work with um, about a quarter teaspoon of like a liquid dishwashing detergent and a quart of water and you want to apply the detergent to like to a clean damp white towel and then blot the stained area until the stain is removed and once you've got the stain out you want to spray the area with water and then blot until all of the detergent is gone but the lemon really should do the trick and once it's dry vacuum the area and you'll never know it was there okay well, thank you for what you've told me. You're very welcome, Tom. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Up next, we're going to have some tips to help you with your home computing. You know, we pretty much can't survive these days without a home computer. But what happens when the power goes out? Is there a way to help protect the computer, the hard drive, and all the data you're working on? Well, there is. It's called a backup. So we're going to tell you exactly what you need to know to get one in your house next. On the Money Pit Radio Show. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home by calling 888 Money Pit. Money Pit. The Money Pit is brought to you by Thermatrue Doors, the nation's leading manufacturer of fiberglass entry and patio door systems. You can count on Thermatrue for beautiful, reliable, and easy-to-install entry doors. To learn more, visit Thermatrue.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And you've heard us talk about energy vampires. Those are the electronics, like your computer, that suck energy from your home, whether they're on or whether they're off. And they also steal dollars right out of your wallet all the time. But now... There's a great new product to help out with those vampires and help protect your computer's hard drive as well. And here to tell us all about backups and how you can win one, we've got Andrew Bradner, who is the product line manager. Welcome. Thank you, Leslie. Thank you, Tom. Andrew, tell us about a backups. Now, I, I have had backups, in fact, APC backups, uh, for probably a good 10 years now, and they've protected my computers. But for those that are unaware of what a battery backup does, can you talk about how it helps you. Sure. So battery backups provide power protection. And this can be a uh, various um, number of anomalies that may travel over your power lines. It could be something as simple as what you would expect, a surge or a transient that's an overvoltage. Or it could be something as serious as a blackout or, um, or an undervoltage or brownout that could damage your electronics. Most uh, most specifically is with uh, equipment that has a hard drive mm -hmm. or, uh, or internal memory that could be corrupted. 
So now is this giving us enough backup power in the event of this outage to just turn off everything or can we continue working? At the entry level, it's something that would just allow you to gracefully shut down your system. And by graceful shutdown, I mean um, APC offering software that works with your operating system that would allow your computer to automatically shut down whether you're at the computer or not. Okay. We also offer products that have more runtime that allow you to actually work through the outage. And are these backup units, do they, I mean, are they similar in size to a surge protector or are we looking at something quite enormous to add to our home office? Uh, they're not enormous. Uh, they are slightly larger than a surge protector. Uh, they do include a battery in them, so they're a little bit larger, about the size, um, I'd say, of a shoebox. But, I mean, being someone who has lost pretty much everything on a hard drive due to a power outage once when I was switching from an old computer to a new computer in the process of switching over all the information. Bad timing. It was terrible timing. <laughs> so, I mean, the whole concept of this backups is just fascinating and delightful and also makes me angry. But I'm you know what I to love about, about the backups that I have in my house is they're usually the first um, reason I know we've had a power failure because power goes out during the day. You may not have the lights on. My computer doesn't even blink. Uh, but for the alarm on the backups telling me that I'm on battery backup power at this point, I wouldn't know that we have a power outage. So definitely an important thing to have. And now, Andrew, it seems that these are getting smarter and smarter because now you've actually improved these to the point where they can help prevent energy leaks. Talk a little bit about the vampire power issue and, and some of the technology that prevents uh, your computer now from losing that kind of energy and costing you lots of money. Sure. So... Uh, many of us have desktop or even laptop setups where we have all these peripherals attached to them. And what happens is we generally are only on a computer for several hours during the day, um, especially if it's a home user. So you may be there before work, after work, three or four hours a day. But many people either keep their computers on or they put them into a sleep mode and think that they're saving electricity or, or being energy efficient. The problem is a lot of peripherals that connect to your computer don't have that same savings, or even when they're turned off, their transformer blocks or their power adapters continue to use power. And generally, even if the equipment isn't on, they'll dissipate that power as heat. So what our new products do, both a surge protector as well as a battery backup, is offer an automatic shutoff to those connected peripherals. So each of these units offers one master outlet, which we recommend is connected to a desktop computer, and three controlled outlets. And those controlled outlets will automatically shut off all the power to the connected peripherals that you plug into those three outlets. So the controlled outlets are not actually protected by the battery backup, but then you really don't need the controlled outlets to be on the battery backup. The main outlet it just really protects your computer. Everything else, it really just prevents you from losing that vampire power. Is that correct? Correct. So we would recommend peripherals that don't require um, battery backup protection, as you mentioned. So when your computer goes to sleep or you're not using it, what, what we do is shut off any power to those outlets. And when you come back and you start using your computer again, they'll automatically turn back on. So Andrew, how much can you actually save when, when you're using a, a backup 750G? I mean, if we're going to stop all those energy leaks, what does that add up to in real dollars? Sure. So uh, what we believe is that an uh, average user will save about $40 a year. Now, this is split between the actual savings that you'd have by shutting off the connected equipment, which runs about $20 to $25 a year, depending on each user's setup. 
Um, and then about 10 to $15 in savings from the efficient design that we've included in the unit uh, with the battery charger and the way that the, the product is designed. So the $40 a year, what that allows you to do is actually have essentially free power protection for your home computer because this unit will end up paying for itself over the, the three-year warranty period. Yeah, easily, easily, easily. Well, it's a great unit. It's great technology. I love the fact that we're finding ways to uh, to stop those energy leaks because, let's face it, nobody remembers to unplug all of their peripherals when they're not using it, and this is an, an easy way to do just that. Andrew Bradner, product line manager for APC's Backups, thanks for stopping by the Money Pit. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Leslie. And uh, I know APC also has a promotion going on right now, so if you head on over to moneypit.com, you can enter their promotion and perhaps win an APC Backups for your house. Well, speaking of green, up next, we're going to help save you money by growing your own vegetables. We're going to explain how to cultivate cash in your garden after this. On the Money Pit Radio Show. Pit is brought to you by APC. Protect your computer with APC's newest energy-efficient backup 750G. Guaranteed power protection that can save up to $40 a year on your electric bill. For more information and a chance to win, visit www.moneypit.com forward slash green. That's moneypit.com forward slash green. That's www.moneypit.com forward slash green. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call right now at one eight 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 Money Pit. You might just win the Wonder Wash from Laundry Alternative, giving that away this hour. It's a compact and portable washing machine that fits on your countertop. Perfect for dorm rooms, apartments, and RVs. And it uses 90% less water, and it's worth 43 bucks. So give us a call right now. If you'd like to ask your home improvement question, we will toss your name in the Money Pit hard hat, and you might just win yourself that Wonder Wash. Then you can clean all your stuff by hand and save lots of energy at the same time. Maybe burn off a few calories as well. <laughs> That's right. The number is one eight 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 Money Pit. Pick up the phone and give us a call for your chance to win, but you got to ask us a question to win that great prize. And maybe you're thinking about ways to save money outside of your money pit and you're starting to think about, hmm, grocery bills. They are always very expensive. Well, if you're dealing with expensive grocery bills and you love to eat fresh fruit and vegetables, why not plant a garden and then this way you can harvest your own vegetables. You know, just a $50 investment in seeds and fertilizer can result in a bumper crop of groceries that are worth about $1,250, according to research done by the Burpee Seed Company. Now, homegrown vegetables, they are fresher, tastier, and far more nutritious than those you would buy in the grocery store. But the key is proper planning, because too often, home gardeners plant an item such as lettuce early in the season and then leave the site uncultivated after harvesting a month later. You can get much more successful results when you extend the season from early planting to late harvesting. And let me tell you, if you've got a green thumb, it really is a fantastic way to enjoy the wonderful, nutritious benefits of fresh vegetables. And they're so good. For more great green ideas, visit moneypit.com for our special Earth Day coverage sponsored by APC. It's a month-long look at ways to be eco-friendly in your home. 888-666-3974. 
Leslie, who's next? Mary in Ohio is needing some help with a painting project. What can we do for you? Uh, I removed wallpaper off of my stairway going upstairs. Now I would like to know what to use to wash it real good because I took off the wallpaper with uh, vinegar, but I couldn't get all of it off. So what would I use to prepare it for painting? Do you still have some of the paste on there, or is it pretty flat? I think probably. Okay. Well, what I would do is I'd first wash it with trisodium phosphate TSP, available at home centers, hardware stores, paint Mm -hmm, stores, that sort of thing. Okay, good. Oh, good. So do a good job of washing that out. Make sure you you rinse to get all the old soap off. And then it's going to be really important, Mary, that you prime the walls. Should I sand it first? I'm going to have to patch some of the holes. Only, well, okay, do all your patching and stuff, and yes, do all your sanding, but don't sand too hard now, because if you've got drywall there, you'll go right through the paper Oh, no, surface. I have plaster. Oh, you have plaster. Good. <laughs> Sanding it lightly is not a bad thing, but it's real important that you prime it. Uh, you can use uh, probably an oil-based primer would do the best job. When you have a somewhat unknown and inconsistent surface, usually better off using an oil-based primer, but you can also use the alkyd. Uh, primers, which dry very fast, but the only other thing I don't like about those, Leslie, is they tend to leave uh, brush marks or roller marks because they do dry so quick. Yeah, you get a lot of brush marks or roller marks. Another thing, Mary, to keep in mind is since you're dealing with possibly an uneven surface or you know areas where you might have some of that sticky stuff still there that mm-hmm. might show, if you go with a flat finish on your paint... Any sort of inconsistencies on that wall surface really won't stand out. If you went with any sort of gloss or sheen, it would mm-hmm. really make it obvious. So go flat to sort of hide those imperfections. Okay, so the best thing to do is to wash it with the TSP. Mm-hmm. Then exactly. prime, then paint. Yes. Okay. Thank you. I, I was going to do that, so I wanted to make sure I was doing the right thing. Well, you're absolutely on the right track, Mary. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Up next, we are going to answer an email about a worn-out brick chimney, which is in need of desperate help. Well, there are two options, but we're going to uncover the best one for our homeowner next. You live in a body pit. Money Pit is being brought to you by Guardian Home Standby Generators, America's choice in power outage protection. Learn more at guardiangenerators.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, where home solutions live. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And hey, folks, you know, Mother's Day and Father's Day are just around the corner, and Money Pit Fanware is the perfect gift for the DIY mom or dad in your life. We've got Money Pit shirts, hats, all kinds of accessories in the Money Pit Propaganda Center, uh, live at moneypit.com. So check it out. That's right. And don't forget, here's one more pitch. We've got our book. We've got the My Home, My Money Pit. It's your guide to every home improvement adventure. It's available now at moneypit.com. You can click on our online store tab. It is full of such useful information that will really help you make smart and informed home improvement decisions around your money pit. You to get your spouse to do the project they've been putting (laughs) off. Exactly. That's on page one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, while you're online, folks, why not shoot us an email with your question? We've got one here from Victor in New York who writes, I have an 80-year-old Tudor home with a brick chimney. The chimney has not been pointed in 30 years and now leaks when it rains. Should I have it pointed or could I have it stuccoed to match the rest of the house? 
Well, you could have it stuccoed to match the rest of the house, but it's still going to leak, Victor, because uh, stucco <laughs> being a masonry-based product is not going to seal out the water. Look, generally the reason chimneys leak is because they crack the chimney crown cracks. Now, that's the area of mortar between the chimney liner and the outside edge of the structure itself. Typically, you get cracks in that area because the, the concrete cap is, the mortar cap is very, very thin, and it will crack. And if you caulk it, that will stop it from leaking. But adding stucco to the outside is not going to change that dynamic at all. So you need to get on top of that chimney and examine that area for cracks. If you do find them, seal them up with silicone. That ought to solve the problem. All right, now we've got one here from Bill in New Jersey who writes, we have a silestone countertop that is about four years old. We've been cleaning it with Windex, the type that contains vinegar, and it seems to have lost some of its shine. Is there a way to restore it? You know what, with all of these countertops, whether they're natural stone or the the silestone, which is the man-made quartz product, you really need to be careful about how you clean it. Basically, just soapy water is the best thing that you can do for it. But a lot of times you're going to end up with, if you've used a product over time, a very dull surface, and there's a good website. It's stonecare.com, and they have a product called Marba Cream, and that is really for restorative purposes. It's going to help you bring back that shine. It's going to make it look like brand spanking new, and then once you've got it back to the way you like it, you want to use something to help maintain the polish on it, and they've got another product online at stonecare.com called International Stone Polish, and with those two and just maintaining the surface and cleaning as you go along with nice soapy water and drying it well will help your countertop look fantastic. Gail in Florida says, we have a house in North Florida that we built 23 years ago and need to replace our roof. We'd like to go with shingles again. What's the best time to replace the roof to give the shingles the best chance of sealing, especially before hurricane season? We are inland, but get some winds. Well, Gail, it is a good point that um, in Florida, however, it doesn't really make much difference because it is so warm year round. The shingles are going to seal. However, up northern parts of the country, I generally prefer to recommend a roof replacement in the spring so that the sun comes out a couple of months later and has those gives those shingles a good chance to seal because there's like an, an adhesive in between the shingles, and the shingle does have to get pretty warm uh, to be able to seal. So spring's probably the best time, but in Florida, it doesn't matter much because it's warm enough for most of the year. Um, in terms of wind resistance, I would recommend a high wind resistant shingles. There are shingles mm-hmm. out there that will stand up to over 100 miles an hour. And if mm-hmm. I was in Florida, those are the shingles I would put on. Yeah, check out the shingles by Owens Corning. They have got a great wind resistant one for you. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Thank you so much for spending this hour with us. The show continues online at moneypit.com. And while there, check out the Money Pit special green section. All this month, we celebrate Earth Month with tips, ideas, solutions to make your home more energy efficient. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Helping you build big dreams. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen.